Hello and welcome to This Week, the podcast that helps you learn English through stupid conversations. My name is Owen. My name is Mark. Remember guys, it's not important to understand everything we say. Focus on understanding the context of our conversations. Owen, this week I want to start with a question. When is the last time you lost your temper? And before you answer that, that question means when was the last time you lost your temper? That means when was the last time you got very, very angry? So, when was the last time, Owen, you lost your temper? Okay, um, the last time I can remember doing it vividly, uh, vividly is very clearly. Mm-hmm. If I remember something vividly, it's it's very clear to me. Yeah. Uh, the last time I clearly remember is somebody tried to sell me their iPhone because my phone was broken. And I've never used iPhones before. I only use um, smartphones, you know, um, Android mm. phones. So I put my SIM into it and I did the simple thing of trying to open it and trying to download WhatsApp. Yeah. <laughs> because WhatsApp is like the basic thing I use to communicate, you know, with people, friends from other countries. Yeah. And it took me an hour to get into it. And it took me another 40 minutes to try and to, just to try and open. I'm getting angry now. I can feel it. <laughs> just to try and open WhatsApp. Why? Because was this, well, it was broken, the phone or something. No, because it was, first off, it's all designed to be like an iPhone, which is very different to Android. So I didn't know how to use it, like physically didn't know how to swipe or click or anything like that. But the other thing is all your accounts that you want to open from other phones, you can need to have an iPhone. Yeah, you need to have an iPhone account. Yeah. Yeah, it's or totally. An I, 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 Apple account. Totally different. Which, yeah. Uh, and I wanted to open an open an app and they're like you have to put your credit card details in I'm like no I don't fuck you I just want to open a fucking app but you need to put your credit fuck off I'm not fucking doing it and then when I I got WhatsApp and they're like would you like to transfer your contacts I'm like yes please and said oh they're not on the iCloud I'm like they're not on the fucking iCloud of course they're not on the iCloud I don't have a fucking iCloud sorry I'm just so I got so angry at the phone I returned yeah. it. I said, thanks very much. I, I can't. It's, they were given to me. It was a perfectly good phone and they were giving it to me very cheap. But I said, no, I can't. I can't. I can't. Yes. So that's the last time I lost my, my temper. I, had, I stormed out of the room with the phone. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't be in the same room as the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I love that expression. I stormed out of the room. It means you mm. left the room very angrily. I stormed out of the room. Um, you know, mm-hmm. typically someone, when they storm out of a room, they walk out and they close the door behind them very hard. Um, yeah, that is hilarious. I suppose w- once you uh, <laughs> once you you kind of get used to or become accustomed to uh, a way of working with technology, even like the difference between a Macintosh computer um I sound very old by calling it a Macintosh. A Macintosh. Yeah. Um, Actually, a lot of people aren't going to recognize that. A Macintosh is an Apple. Yeah, an Apple Mac computer or Windows. That's what Mac comes from. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Or Windows. Like, the difference is so big. You know, it's it's very different. And I I don't know, it's funny. I've never really had that degree of uh, of a problem that much of a problem mm. with the difference between android and the ios uh, mm. system but 
I it's been probably six or seven years since I had an an Apple phone. Ever since mm-hmm. my last one, I've always had Android phones, and oh, okay, they for me they don't work as well. They don't function as well, but they are improving a lot. And the Android mm-hmm. phone that I have now, um, mm-hmm. it's actually. I don't know very much about phones. Okay, so for anybody listening, you can correct me. But I have this Spanish brand um, called BQ, and I I can't remember the name of the phone, but it's really good. It's a really good phone. Um, when you come to Las Palmas, own I will show you this phone, and it will be the one for you, because it's it's almost as good, I think, really, as a, an iOS running system. But it's Android, mm-hmm. so you'll be. You'll, Sounds good to me. You'll be the happiest man in the world. Uh, <laughs> a happy camper. A happy camper, yeah. That's another good phrase, yeah. a happy camper. It's just somebody who's happy. Oh, I'm a happy camper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's some nice expressions there. To storm out, mm. to lose your temper, and a happy camper. Anyway, mm. the reason why I wanted to ask you um, mm. about that question is because this week I read an article about ways to control your anger when you feel angry so what do you think would be one way to control your anger what do you think the article suggested Mm, i would say um if you recognize yourself getting angry probably uh, a breathing technique like Uh, like yes take deep breaths Mm -hmm. something like that counting probably count to 10 yeah something like that counting but it's actually not counting to 10. It's counting for 90 seconds. Oh. Because they say that if you count for 90 seconds, that the anger, I don't know, leaves you. Or in your brain, the hormonal system of anger, it goes away. Um, and really? also, um, well, <laughs> in the article... <laughs> It's suggested in the article, there's a new book called Take 90 or something or a new anger management uh, system called Mm -hmm. Take 90. Um, Mm. But then there's a lot of criticism of this because many people say that, well, if I take, if I am angry and I count to 90, that gives me enough time to, to keep thinking and actually to keep getting more and more angry (laughs) yeah yeah justifying the anger to yourself exactly yeah he fucking did do that to me that fucker (laughs) yeah exactly um so i i think that uh, that might not actually work um Mm. another i didn't know this but another anger management technique is to it's kind of like um you know alcohol uh trying to stop drinking alcohol but to have a mm. team of people who you can call um, if you feel angry wow and the idea of those people is not to is not to justify your anger but mm-hmm. actually to say well maybe the other person was only trying to do this or maybe the other mm. person actually might be right you know mm-hmm. in other words um for you to take responsibility of some of the anger and go, oh, okay, maybe I'm overreacting a little bit to this. And um, mm-hmm. so it's interesting. Um, different techniques to, to kind of reduce anger. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it's something that 
everybody has everybody gets angry i think yeah you know everybody does so maybe Mm. not in the same way yes exactly it might um manifest itself like manifest is to to show itself it might manifest itself in in different ways um i remember talking to somebody um who's incredibly soft-spoken and very very calm um a friend of mine and she works in a hospital which must be or which is a very stressful place you know with a lot of patients like you're you're getting all sorts of different cases and things like that and i asked her uh, does she get angry there and she said she doesn't but she gets very passive aggressive yeah which is which is this, like a, a form of anger like if you if you become really passive aggressive so passive aggressive is like making hurtful comments but in a way that you're not being directly angry with somebody i think how would you describe passive aggressive yeah it's um, to say something that's not um a direct a direct criticism of another person but in a in a very um gentle way it's expressing anger in an indirect way yes yeah um so uh, imagine if if we were living together and um you i came home and you didn't clean the house Mm -hmm. and i said oh you didn't clean the house (laughs) you know that's passive aggressive uh, like a direct way to say is oh you didn't clean the house why yeah Uh, but i say oh uh, you didn't clean the house (laughs) see the house isn't clean interesting (laughs) i'm just going to go to my room (laughs) <laughs> maybe later it will be clean i don't know <laughs> that's perfect example of passive aggressive uh. i'm an expert <laughs> <laughs> uh. yeah yeah so it's it's an interesting one yeah mm. anyway anger management this is not professional advice please do not listen to any of this advice given um mm. but it was an interesting article and I, I thought the most interesting thing about it was the fact that they suggest this 90 seconds, counting for 90 seconds. And in the same mm. article, they say, that's actually complete rubbish. Don't, <laughs> don't listen to that. So like like, like everything, uh, like all of this scientific news that I read is like, yeah, some people think it's good. Some people think it's bad. Mm, Maybe. It works for some, not for others. Yeah, exactly exactly so yeah that's the the anger uh management situation um in the world at the moment i think it's good to just even what if if you just stop to think about trying to anger manage your anger you're probably doing something right you know if you recognize that you're getting angry that's doing something yeah another another point they say was to recognize the physical symptoms um Mm -hmm. So maybe, I don't know, if you feel uh, in your chest or in your stomach, like, you know, Mm. whatever physical symptoms or physical feelings you have when you get angry to recognize those. And yeah, as you say, is to understand that I am angry now and maybe I'm not thinking clearly. Uh, So, yeah, that's important to know. Yeah. I feel it in my fingers. Feel it it in 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 my my toes. (laughs) <laughs> oh, Christ! <laughs> yeah, that would, anyway. that would be so strange. The first physical symptom 
of anger. I feel it in my toes. My toes get so angry. Yeah. My fucking toes. <laughs> my toes want to kill you right now. Yeah. Um, okay, so, Mark, this week, mm. I wanted to ask you, are you somebody who, who lives with their phone in their hands? Yes, unfortunately. I think okay. so. I think yeah. so. And there's a lot of people like that. There's a lot of people like that, that you... you, you you're connected to your phone at this stage. Yeah, right? I mean, I, I don't live with my phone in my hand, but mm-hmm. I live with it in my pocket, close to my hand, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah, I know, to, yeah. I always know, at a hand's, like, arm's length. Exactly, I know it's there. So um, I watched a movie uh, recently, and it was a very interesting um, topic, but then I, I looked into it a bit deeper. The movie was called um, Upgrade, and it's mm. like this... Run of the mill. Um, run of the mill is um, normal. normal yeah. Means normal. Uh, a run of the mill um, action thriller movie. Run of the mill. So it's run R U N of the. I don't need to spell that. Mill M I L L. So run of the mill, and it means normal. And that's an excellent expression. And I'm going to use that in my class's own. Thank you. <laughs> ah. Uh, if I if I've done anything good today, it's give you that expression. Yeah. Um, but the movie was called Upgrade, mm. and it's based in the future. Uh, I'm not probably not too distant, and it's about a world where um, humans are being integrated with um, technology. So a guy gets um, paralyzed, and they put a chip into his spine, which allows him move. And then he gives him like superhuman powers, like he can think very quickly. The chip does all the thinking for him and he can move really quickly. And then it continues for him to seek out revenge and guns come out of arms and eyes are made of, you know, computers and You can guess where the rest of the movie goes. Yeah. Which is cool. But it does sound very cool. Yeah, it's worth a look, upgrade, if you want just a cool action movie. And the ending is really cool. Um, but it's actually touching on a real topic. Uh, it's called post-human cyborgs, right? Mm. This is a real thing. This is actually happening already. So we ha- we are humans, okay? We all know what humans are, male, female, you know, dec- you know human rights, da 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 um, But once, once we get to the point where we start putting technology inside us, we become post-human, after-human. We become cyborg, which is a real thing. So, like, there's, yeah. you know, people with prosthetic limbs and things like this. And they're still human to ever to all extents, but they're also more. Um, and it's gone to such a point where there's people out there who are actively doing this to themselves. So there's an artist called Neil uh, Harberson, I think his name is. He lives in Barcelona. Mm. And uh, he has... Um, he's colorblind, but he's an artist. So he has a camera protruding, sticking out from his skull, right? A small camera that hangs in front of his head. Yeah. That can tell colors. Uh-huh. So if it points at a red or a blue or a green, mm-hmm. and that gives him a certain signal into his ear so he can hear a certain tone, so he can hear different colors. It's amazing. Absolutely amazing. And you know what? Um, for anybody listening, I've actually seen this guy before. I, he has done a te- oh yeah he's done a TED talk um, oh okay so what what was his name again so for anybody listening if you just google his name I'm sure a TED talk will come up is Neil Harbison you said 
Yeah, Har- H-A-R-B-I-S-S-O-N, okay. Neil Harbison. Neil Harbison. Um, yeah, it's incredible, isn't it? Like the, it's mm-hmm. t- to hear color. Um, but I mm-hmm. think the most, maybe I'm confusing this with different research, but the most interesting thing about that is that mm-hmm. e- eventually your 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 brain will actually the part of your brain that sees color that part of his brain will start to activate after time you know so yes he is hearing the sound of color but he also begins to learn how to see it without actually seeing anything what yeah it's it's incredible um your brain your because of course um our um, you know that our eyes don't see anything. Our brains mm-hmm. see everything. Um, mm-hmm. So basically, he has learned a way to to bypass or to skip um, the eyes. And the brain is then seeing um, colors through sound. It's, it's really incredible. Yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. It is incredible. incredible. Yeah, the technology that we have is absolutely amazing. It's it's so Mm -hmm. amazing. It gets. Mm -hmm. It's really interesting to me the things that we can do. And imagine in twenty years. Imagine in ten years. Yeah. The difference between where we'll be. The difference between two thousand and eighteen and two thousand and eight is unbelievable. Yeah, completely. Unbelievable. In 2008, I don't think I had a smartphone. Mm, no, 2006. I remember in 2005, or was it 2006? 2005, seeing phones that you could take photos with for the first time. 2005, yeah. But they were really, really bad yeah. quality photos, right? Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. No, this, these were still flip phones, and, mm. and they were terrible. It was like, like the pixels were shocking it was yeah, a exactly. terrible photo but i remember being when i was 15 i remember being in a van with somebody and it was brought out on the radio that vodafone were going to bring out a phone that you could take photos with and you could see the person you're talking to and the guy sitting next to me in the van went wow that'll be mad <laughs> <laughs> that would be crazy yeah yeah and now yeah it's it's unbelievable here we are i'm in i'm in mm. dublin at the moment you're in mm. uh, Copenhagen. We're doing a, a podcast. Yeah, it's it's incredible. Mm. Yeah, yeah, incredible. Using our phones, our fo- our phones are vital to this section of it. So it's like, yeah, it's yeah, it's not like we have to sit in a studio where we have to have a, like international connection. We're just doing this, communicating via our phones, recording it. It's it's yeah, it's yeah. amazing. Owen, will I try and teach something? Yes, 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 yes. On this week, I want to try and teach something very quickly. Sometimes in these podcasts, I like to try and introduce modal verbs. They're one of Mm. the most important verb forms, excuse me, (laughs) you can learn in the English language. We use them all the time. And today, I want to teach probably the most used and the most important one, I think, which is the modal verb would. And we Mm -hmm. use would or wouldn't in the negative form when we imagine 
a situation or action. In other words, we think of something that is not real. For example, mm -hmm. it would be nice to buy a new car, but we can't afford it. Uh, in other words, I'm not. This is not a real situation. It would be nice. Okay. Now, mm -hmm. often you're going to hear people use "would," but you won't hear them use the word "would." When we're speaking in these podcasts, we would say "it'd." It'd be nice to buy a new car, but we can't afford it. It's a contraction, and it makes it very difficult to understand for anybody learning the English language. The contractions in English make it really difficult to understand what actually is being said. Another one, I'd love to live by the sea, or I'd love to live beside the sea. That's another way to say, I would love to live by the sea. The contraction, I'd love to live by the sea. So try and use that modal verb would and try and recognize the contraction, I'd, it'd, she'd, Okay, all of these different forms. Try your best to recognize that form when you're listening to fluent English speakers. That's all I have to say. It's been an absolute pleasure. It's been an absolute pleasure. Talk to you next week. Bye.